The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hola. Buenos dias and a welcome to episode 92. The Spanish here are very happy this morning as they uh, went through in the uh, the European Championships last night. And uh, this evening, England will be facing Ukraine. And, you know, generally what tends to happen to England is they kind of stumble their way through the tournament. They may, they may get into a quarterfinal or something, but normally at some point... They completely mess it up and play terribly. And so, you know, hopefully this time that's not going to happen. But we will see. This is England. Um, Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. And um, if you are struggling with OCD, as ever, if um, if you would like a free session with me, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And uh, once you're there, you can send me a message and we can uh, arrange the free session. There's also uh, the blog there and other resources as well. Today, we're taking a look at the role of perfectionism in OCD and how we can use self-compassion to temper that perfectionism. I really do believe that uh, perfectionism is is at the heart of OCD. So much of, of what we're doing is looking for certainty. So actually having more self-compassion is one of the ways that you can really reduce that need for absolute certainty and uh, to start walking away from perfectionism that really does keep us trapped. If you find this podcast helpful, it would be amazing if you could uh, follow on Instagram and like um, like the content there. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. So that's it, guys. I hope that you find it helpful. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. Many thanks. Perfectionism and OCD often go hand in hand. While some types of perfectionism can be healthy and helpful, maladaptive perfectionism pours fuel on the fire. If you struggle with OCD, you may feel like you have to do something just right before you're able to move on from an, from an obsession. And this can take many different forms depending on the particular OCD theme that you may be struggling with. If you're dealing with pure O thoughts, for example, um, you know, about harm, you may feel like you have to completely prove that the thoughts are wrong before you're able to truly get on with your day. Or perhaps you're struggling with contamination themes where you feel you need to wash your hands again and again and again until you uh, get that just right feeling. Now, you may not view yourself as a perfectionist in the traditional sense, but I can almost guarantee you that in some way perfectionism is playing into the OCD and making things worse. And it's even possible to to go a step further and argue that perfectionism is at the heart of OCD. 
The need for certainty keeps people trapped in a never-ending loop of rumination. Just as soon as you feel like you've reached uh, a conclusion or explanation that gives you some peace regarding an obsession, a new worry or concern will suddenly appear from nowhere to take its place. It doesn't matter how hard we try, we can never quite get the 100% certainty that we crave. But, you know, this doesn't stop us continuing to, to look for this. And this is why perfectionism is at the heart of OCD. So even if you don't view yourself as a perfectionist, if you really reflect on what you are doing when you perform compulsions, you'll begin to see that you're looking for a state of perfection, one in which you will know without any doubt whatsoever that the terrible thing that you keep obsessing about will never happen. Now, clearly in some way, despite piles and piles of evidence to the contrary, you believe that this perfect state must be achievable. Um, however, the truth of the matter is, as we all know, that this perfection myth is the very thing that's actually keeping you trapped and you cannot find that state of perfection that you, that you really crave. Learning to, to let go of the need for, pe um, for perfection is one of the hardest things to do when it comes to OCD. Um, and I think this is because it comes down to some of our core fears, the fears of rejection and abandonment that are at the bottom of so many of our neuroses. And in order to deal with these very deeply held negative beliefs, we feel an urge to do things perfectly. Somehow, if we can just you know, work hard enough, we can, we can show the world that we are good enough, strong enough, or smart enough. And when we see um, from this light, when we're able to recognize that many of our compulsions are not actually related to the theme of the obsession, but rather have a much deeper-seated uh, preoccupation of rejection um, around them. So to overcome this, we must learn to, to shine the light of self-compassion on our fears. Only then will we be able to truly accept and move past them. So self-compassion is one of those things that routinely gets thrown around on Instagram. Hey, you have to be more self-compassionate. Give yourself a hug and you kind of think, yeah, I know this is important, but it's annoying. How do I actually build self-compassion? And, uh, you know, people often leave out the explanation for, for why it's so, uh, so important and what you can start doing to, to build it. So let's explore that a little. So one of my favorite ways to, to build self-compassion is through loving kindness meditations. Now, when I first came across this type of meditation, I was instantly completely put off by the name. To me, back then, it sounded uh, self-indulgent, new age, and a bit annoying. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted nothing to do with it. But thankfully, you know, I gave it a chance. And I was surprised to see uh, what a huge impact it had on me. If you truly want to learn to accept yourself for who you are, scars and all, then this type of meditation is for you. By routinely giving yourself loving kindness, you are nourishing and accepting those parts of you that have been neglected for far too long. By bringing attention and awareness to those places, you can start to release some of that need for perfection 
at any cost. And it isn't going to heal everything overnight, but it is going to start to interrupt some of those very unhealthy thought patterns that keep getting you stuck. So if this is something that is interesting for you, I can recommend two uh, loving kindness meditations to get you started uh, that I think are particularly helpful. Uh, one is by a lady named Tara Brack, and another is by a man uh, called Jack Cornfield. You can uh, you can search for both of those on YouTube, and uh, you'll find them straight away. They're pretty easy to find. I'll also include the links in the show notes. Um, but yeah, they're they're really good examples of loving kindness uh, meditations. And if you can get into the habit of doing a loving kindness meditation a few times a week, or even a few times a day, if you're, if you're feeling really keen, then I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident that you're going to see a lot of benefit from that. For me, one of the best ways to, to build self-compassion uh, also is uh, through exercise. And this is just personal for me. There's nothing quite like going for a run or a bike ride as it leaves me feeling so good afterwards. And, you know, why not take the time um to think about for you, what are some really healthy things that you could be doing that you're not currently doing, um, that you really enjoy, and uh, that are going to be that are going to be good for you? Um, you know, it could be preparing a healthy meal. It could be going for a walk, uh, meditating, using positive affirmations, or even doing something creative. Um, you know, for me, it's going for a run. It is doing creative things. It is meditating. All of these things I find are very helpful for me. Um, you know, it's not about self-indulgence though here. You know, you may think, well, I, actually, Rob, what I enjoy is going to the pub and having five pints of beer. And of course, you know, like in some kind of way, like going to the pub and having, a, you know, a drink with your friends is fantastic, you know. And if you want to have two, then why, why you know, why not? Uh, as long as it's, you know, not all the time, then that's not a problem. But, you know, really what I'm talking about more here is really having a think about healthy things, positive things that you can do that are going to nourish you uh, and going to help you to feel better. Really kind of thinking about what those things could be for you and uh, making sure that you find some time, um, you know, during your week to do those things on a regular basis. Um, and then that will really help you to, to build up more self-compassion, which, as we know, really helps with letting go of some of that perfectionism. So that's it, guys. I hope that you found it helpful today. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at Robert James Coaching UK. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.